It is the 1500s. Spain has shaken off its feudal past. The overpowering stink of blood and decaying flesh consumes the bitter air of Central Europe. The slight sour smell of the metallic odour of iron and the strong scent of power. Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand have now unified their country, carried out religion, and have commanded the Spanish conquest of the Americas. This is Gemma Smith, and you are now listening to the growth of Spanish power. 1516, Charles I, the grandson of Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand, becomes King of Spain and the ruler of Spanish colonies, also in the Americas. 1519, when his grandfather had perished, Charles I became heir to the Habsburg Empire. This included the Holy Roman Empire and the Netherlands, which means he has now taken the name of Charles V. Ruling two empires definitely involved Charles into constant warfare. Charles, being a devout Catholic, had fought to vanquish Protestantism in Germanic states. After time spent with religious conflict, Charles was forced to allow German princes to choose their own religion. Charles had faced the Muslim Ottoman Empire, an empire that was based in Turkey and stretched across the Balkans. Ottoman forces have now advanced across Central Europe, and with the revulsion, they occupied a fair amount of Hungary. And following their victory of the Battle of Mohawks, the Ottoman naval forces continue to challenge Spanish power across the dreadful Mediterranean. Giving up the last breath of power, the feeling of exhaust before one's death, comes upon Charles V as he gives up his titles and joins the monastery in what is now 1556. Leaving the Habsburg lands in Central Europe to the hands of his brother Ferdinand, who became Holy Roman Emperor, he divided his empire. He gave the Netherlands some southern Italian states, and he gave Spain's overseas empire to his son, who has now become Philip II. During Philip's 42 reign, he expanded Spanish influence and strengthened the Catholic Church. He had also made Spain the foremost power in Europe. Philip, like his father, Charles V, was a hard worker. He devoted most of his time to government work. Philip wasn't quite like the others. He was very simple and lived as a monk. He never jousted. Philip II, in his pursuit of extending the Spanish power, had many tools, and one of them was marriage. He married a total of four times, gaining power and additional territory. Philip, yet, still needed ways to extend the power of Spain 
and one of those ways was war. War did not only give him the power he wanted, but gained him the power of Portugal and made him the defender or guardian of the Roman Catholic Church. Another important tool Fulop had was wealth. Riches had fueled the Spanish economy. Philip II had made it his priority to make every part of the government responsible to him. He ruled as a ruler with complete authority over the lives of people and the government, and like other rulers claimed he was ruler by divine right. The smell of cold, wet metallic iron drenched over one's body. The butchery of man after man. Philip II had attempted many wars for the growth of Spain and Catholic power along the drift of Mediterranean. The Ottoman Empire continues to threaten European control of the re- region. 1571, the Battle of Lepanto. Spain and their Italian allies defeat the Ottoman fleet. Although the Ottoman Empire will remain as major power along the Mediterranean region for centuries to go on, for Christians the battle was seen as a great victory and a demonstration of Spanish power. The last half of his reign, Philip II battles rebels in the Netherlands. 1560s, riots against the Inquisition ignited an uprising in the Netherlands and fighting continued on for decades. 1581, the largely Protestant provinces declare their independence from Spain and become the Dutch Netherlands. Philip II saw England's queen, Elizabeth I, as his chief Protestant enemy. Philip prepared a large armada to invade Forsting. In 1588, the Spanish armada sailed with more than 130 ships, 20,000 men, and 2,400 pieces of artillery. The Spanish were confident in victory, but their prediction did not come to pass. Throughout the 1600s, Spain's strength and prosperity is decreased. Costly overseas wars drained wealth out of Spain. 1550 to 1650 is often referred to as Spain's empire's Siglo de Oro or Golden Century. For its arts and literature, Philip II was a patron of the arts and founded academies of science and mathematics. El Greco was a famous painter of this time period, meaning the Greek, 
Although he is not Spanish by birth, he is considered a master of Spanish painting. Spain's golden century had several artists as well, such as Lope de Vega and Miguel de Cervantes. Even though some mock the feudal past of Spain, they depict both heroic idealism and realism.